Yeah, glory. Giants are defeated. Glory to God. Glory. Woo. That's right. Hallelujah. Every giant in our life is defeated. Amen. <laughs> David wasn't even a born again Christian. And he defeated Goliath. And we have God living in us. People don't realize that. Uh, all the great prophets, all those people back there in the old, they weren't even born again. They didn't have God living in them. <laughs> we do. So you can be seated and be a giant. <laughs> don't take it for granted. Praise God. Don't be bored. I don't know where this started. <laughs> okay, so I tell you, there's no other subject as important as calling things that are not. Okay, so see, if you want finances, if you want something, write it down and call it in. Call it in. Keep calling it in. Put it down in here. I call in, blah, 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 you know? So see, you know what? Just like the church. I kept calling it in, calling it in. Uh, and it came. And do it for yourself. Have a, have a section for the church. You need to help us with that. I'm not the church. I'm just in a different position than you. This isn't my house. I mean, you know what I talk? It's all of our house. It's a place where we get out of the sun and supposedly have air conditioning. <laughs> It'll get there. <laughs> and, and heat. Thank God, it's not the furnace. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, there's no other subjects. You, we need to start doing it, and then watch the words of your mouth in between because you can kill it. <laughs> All right. So, um, Lord, we want to die. Well, Psalm 107, verse 20 says, it tells us that God sent His Word and healed us. But to think about, okay, he sent his word. Who's the word? Jesus. See, we don't, you got to think like that. He sent Jesus and healed us. And Jesus is the word. You know, people have accused our, uh, our flow of, of the way we flow in faith uh, as being, well, what do they do? Uh, they they uh, exalt the word. <laughs> more than they exalt Jesus and God? Well, guess what? There's a scripture in Psalms and it says, God exalts his word above his name. Where is it, Ken? Okay, Psalm 138, verse two. Yeah, he exalts his word above his name. And his name is important, but his, his name is part of the word. <laughs> Yeshua, you know, Jehovah. <laughs> And all his names take care of everything that we have. Everything. Jehovah Rapha, the healer. I can't even. I used to name them all every day. And then I got. But I haven't done that for a while. You know, Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Jehovah Skidnu, our right. Is that our righteousness? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's there. You know, he, there's so much. Okay. So, he delivers. He, he sent his word and healed us and delivered our lives from destruction. You can claim that when you're driving. <laughs> so, see, our confession of the word, though, 
calls for healing, which is already ours, but if it's not manifested in our bodies, you call it in. You, you, call, you call that in. Now, remember on Sunday we were talking about calling the dog or cat when they were missing. And see, people think you're crazy. Well, what are you calling that? You're calling your healing when you're not healed. But see, you call your dog and cat <laughs> or your children when you can't see them. And that's calling things that be not as though they were. So Abraham got full, fully persuaded. Okay, well, one of the ushers, take this to John. Would you take that, John? It was the scriptures. Oh, John's going to come and get it. He's young and fast. <laughs> okay, so you can put... Uh, Romans 4, 17 up there. The thing is, I'm not going to talk that much about Abraham, but all of you, some of you were listening to Nancy Dufresne a few weeks ago, you know, and, and see, God told Abraham that he was going to become the father of many nations. His name was Abram, A-B-R-A-M, and it only meant father. And then God finally Okay, God told him he was going to be the father of many nations. But it took 25 years later. <laughs> he didn't have any children, and Sarah was barren. And uh, now she was getting to be 90 years old, and he was getting to be 100. <laughs> and he changed Abraham's name, to, I mean, Abram's name to Abraham, and it didn't take two. See, Abraham meant father of many nations. See, so every time somebody said his names, you know what? It's important what your name is. It really is. What's behind your name? Um, my name comes from Jacob, I found out. Yeah, but he was... <laughs> he was, you know, what Jacob did. <laughs> and I, I kind of see that in myself. <laughs> At first, but I finally grew up, though. No. So, okay, 17, it says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him, whom he believed, even God, who makes alive, quickens the dead, and calls those things which be not as though they were, who against hope, believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, but he didn't have any kids to pass it on. According as to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead. When, see, but it took a whole bunch of years from the time he told him in between, and then it took a short time. And, and so people start calling him Abraham, right? And when he was about <laughs> close to 100 years old. And neither, okay, when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He didn't stagger. And he didn't have God living in him. But was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. That what he had promised 
what God promises in this word and every single word in here. Oh, he's able to perform it if we just say it and not counteract it then. Okay? Go ahead. The next one. And therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. You know, only people who are born again were righteous, really. But see, a lot of that, that was it imputed to them because they believed God. So here we are. We, we become born again, and we have the righteousness of God. Jesus became sin and exchanged it, his sin, for our righteousness. I mean, we exchanged our sin for his righteousness. And, and see, we have got righteousness just because of that. But he made him because he believed him. So we have to believe this word far above all the other stuff. Every, even, a, even a diagnosis. You, 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 of course, go to the doctor, get what you can, get help. But then don't be to a point where you're, oh, I'm hopeless and guess what they said and blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. It's, it's hard when you're a nurse sometimes. Nurses have a hard time um, doing that. But you know what? I went back. See, I have my Bachelor of Science degree in nursing. And I, I didn't work for a while. Then I went and took the test, blah, blah, blah. Got a refresher at Fremont Hospital. Went back. Became a Christian in between. And then she one day she said, well, you could... You are, you're qualified to be a supervisor on the floor. And uh, I said, oh, and then she said, but you'll have to work Saturday and Sundays, Sundays. And I oh, I wanted to go to church. I wanted to go to church so bad. I was going to church and I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't stop this. I love it. I love it. I finally got, got born again and spirit filled. You know what? I quit. I quit. I just, I couldn't take it. You see, but that was God's plan. Because if I hadn't, I wouldn't be behind here. <laughs> see, how do you get here? You just got that hunger and thirst and you keep going and going. You start doing everything. Just let me do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do this. I'll do that. I wanted to work for God. You know, it's just a hunger that gets in you. And I'm not, you know, Pat, I'm not doing that. But, but. Sometimes we've got to push that. See, and the way he, he got fully persuaded was by calling things that were not manifest as though they were. See, Abraham, even in between there, he thought, well, I'm supposed to be the father of many nations, so I'm going to uh, have a little plan here, and I'm going to sleep with Sarah's maid. Whoopie-doo. <laughs> You know, and she went for it. <laughs> but that wasn't God's plan. See, okay, well, we'll, we'll get off of Abraham, though. God's word will heal your body, but it does it through spiritual means. So all of God's word has resurrection life in it. And put up Romans 8, 11. I love this scripture. Okay, wait a minute. Here it is. This is my handy little dandy book that's falling apart. 
But if the spirit of him, the spirit of the Father, the Holy Spirit, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, if you're born again, does it dwell in you? He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also make alive your mortal bodies. Mortal means death bound. By his spirit that dwells in you. Okay, so you could say, but if the spirit of God, the spirit of, of the father that raised up Jesus from the dead lives in me. And he that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead shall pierce the word of God, can pierce, can penetrate, can permeate, can saturate my kidneys. Let me put it, I put it down here. Okay, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in my body. I put it down here. That resurrection life is piercing, penetrating, permeating, and saturating every muscle, every fiber, every cell, every, every bone marrow, every, um, every uh, even I started putting in every chemical reaction in every area, in my pancreas, in my brain, in my digestive system, the chemicals, or I, I don't mean the chem, but you know what I mean, all the stuff that goes on. So it's all, all of my bone, my tissue, inside, inside and out, my, uh, your joints, all of it, and that every, every part of my body, and that resurrection life that's piercing, penetrating, permeating, and saturating my body, drives out every abnormality, every disorder, every disease, and every malfunction of my body. I mean, it, okay, so that I always pretend it's piercing. Okay, here comes whoosh, hypodermic. <laughs> you, okay, it's piercing. You inject it. Then it's, it's penetrating in there, in the muscle, and going permeating, then it starts to spread, <laughs> permeating, now I almost forgot what I was going to say, oh, and saturating, so it starts to saturate that area, just like if you got an antibiotic shot, you know, or, you know, so see, his word does that, his word will do that, because it has all of his word as resurrection life, maybe not, that Judas hung himself, I don't know. I don't know about that one. No, I'm, I'm kidding. You didn't get it. Do you think? Okay, okay. Okay. Now, just as you take medicine in your physical body to aid healing by physical means, so you have got to receive God's word concerning healing in your spirit for supernatural healing. And it, 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 it'll come. How many people are watching the Miracle Crusade? Yep. By Nancy Dufresne. All you have to do is go to YouTube, write in on the top, Dufresne Ministries, press it, you'll get it. You'll get it. There's, I'm telling you, it was hot stuff last night. It was. Woo. There's stuff happening. 
Jay Everly is coming here. She asked Jay to go down there. He's, I see him. He is getting higher and higher and higher in his operations. Woo! He operated in a super a higher form of, of a word of knowledge that I've seen. She told him to go to one section, and he, he figured out what was going on. I mean, God showed him what was going on in people's bodies. And there was healing going on. Those, she just keeps having those miracle crusades. You watch. They're going to be like in the old times when all these people were healed. Zachary, I mean, I can't wait. You see, you keep pulling toward that, and, and that's what's happening. Whew. Anyway, okay. But God's word is perfect spiritual law. So Psalm 19.7, that's where I'm at. The law, the word of the Lord is perfect. Converting, restoring, transforming the soul. What's the soul? Your mind, your will, your emotion. And that mind has got to be renewed with this word. Or you can become a born-again Christian and you don't get anywhere. See, it's supernatural medicine. And it works through the human spirit. And there's a spiritual cure, but just like regular medicine, you've got to take it, apply it, speak it regularly. And the antibiotic isn't going to do any good if you just say it once, right? But see, we, we put it out there and put, oh, yeah, I better sit it out in the cabinet, put it on my bedside stand so I make sure I take it. You're a blood pressure pill or, you know, whatever pill, you know. But that you should do more so this, the word of God. See, you've got, you've got to speak the word, God's word, to your individual circumstances. And, you know, and this is another thing. Someone else can't do it for you. Okay, James 1, 21. Did you ever see engrafted trees? One time we had one. Oh, we engrafted, the, well, I don't know, what did they engraft together? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> oh, no, honey, I mean, there was a tree in our yard, in our new home. Yeah. Okay, I heard Morgan Dufresne talking about ugly fruit, or an ugly tree, and, and it was a lemon, a grapefruit, a... And a, a lemon, a grapefruit, an orange. It was mostly that kind of fruit. And they grafted all the seeds together, and it grew out like ugly. But it did produce one fruit. And I guess it had horns. And <laughs> She said, it's so ugly, I don't want to use it. <laughs> Almost like she didn't want to use it. <laughs> but somebody gave Nancy Dufresne an ugly tree. <laughs> okay. James 1.21. <laughs> then put it in the Amplified when after, but first, I, I like this. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness, all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard the first time. I, You're naughty. <laughs> superfluity, like super. <laughs> Fluid of naughtiness and receive though with meekness the engrafted word 
which is able to save your mind, your will, your emotions. Okay, put it in the amplifier. So get rid of all uncleanness. Get rid of the pornography. Get rid of the dirty jokes. Get rid of laughing at them. Get rid of all these little things and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness and in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your hearts contains the power, a dunamis power to save your souls. It's huge. Okay, so... Um, so you engraft things together, but that the word can get so engrafted in your spirit, and what it does, it produces results in your body. Even chemical reactions start to things come back. It, it will heal you. See, John 15, 7. I know. I want to put it up there. If you abide in me, abide means live. And my words abide in you. If you live in me and your words begin to live in you, you can ask what you will. Whatever your will is, as long as there's nothing far out, God, let all the policemen go so I can rob the bank or, you know, fall asleep or you can't ask that. But I mean, you know, okay, you shall ask what you will. You see, you will something. And it shall be done unto you. If you live in him and your words start to live inside of you, and that that's when they become engrafted. See, I can do this, but I can take it apart. But engrafted, like my finger is engrafted to my hand. <laughs> okay, so see... When it's engrafted in your spirit, it becomes a part of you and you can't separate it. You can't separate it from you. So it's, it's, it's not only your thought and affirmation, it's your vow. It's a guarantee. It's a promise. It's a pledge. It is you. You are that word. I mean, you, it's so engrafted. See, and the word becomes flesh in you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was, was God. And see, He became flesh and manifested Himself. But healing can become flesh in you by the Word. It becomes engrafted. It literally becomes engrafted in you. See, there's a spiritual side to stuff. To every sickness and disease, it's spiritual. There's a spiritual side. There's something. See, but. Okay, so see, then, then you. Uh, then your flesh will reflect and, and throw back and give back the Zoe life of the word. You know what Zoe means? I think it means the life, the nature, the power, and the ability of God is in you eternal when you became it says it right in john 3 3 when you became born again eternal life eternal life came into you it's in you immediately and that zoe is the life 
the nature, the power, and the ability of who? Of God. There's lots of scriptures. When we, when we baptize people, I always tell them who they are in Christ. I mean, it, it's huge. You don't realize that that life is in you. Every time it says life, it means life. N nothing bad. Zero bad. <laughs> minus 100 degrees. <laughs> minus. There is no bad. <laughs> and there is no bad in God because his life is in you. If you can just keep that and get it in you, I'm full of the life of God. Ugh. Oh, see. Okay, so it, it literally that life of God and that, that word concerning healing can become like a root in your flesh. And it becomes greater than disease and healing is the result. Miracles. I tell you what, miracles are coming fast and furious. They are. See, in the image that the word created you is a reality. It's real in the spirit realm. See, we're in the natural realm and the spirit realm is above us. But the spirit realm can manifest in the natural realm. We're heading for that. Yes, we are. We're in a new era. Yes, we are. And when you speak God's word from your heart, yes. faith gives substance. Yes. Am I going to, is this too, this is kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's, faith gives substance. Substance, substance is, you know, you could, it's, you could see it, okay, to the promises of God. It becomes substance. And yet the word of God can frame your life daily. Now, I mean, I love this. Hebrews 11.3. Put it in the King James and the Amplified. <laughs> Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. If God had not said anything, there would be no world. He had to speak so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Put it in the Amplified. It'll make more sense. I don't like it at all. By faith, we understand that the worlds during the successive ages were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible so healing can come from things that we don't see do you see that we're not you don't see it it's not medicine it's not surgery it's not you know what I mean we don't see because the word is an invisible force I mean we're speaking it but it can manifest in your flesh Jesus was the word, and he finally manifested in the earth after nine months. After nine months. Because they spoke it. They had to speak it for years and years and years and years. 
They kept speaking and speaking and speaking and speaking. And that's even th that had to be spoken by the prophets. And then it came to pass. You see that it's in, it, the word really is invisible. Yeah, you could put it in words. I don't know. Am I making any sense? <laughs> okay. And, okay. So uh, it was made out of things which are, <laughs> okay. So anyway. Okay, so see, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, it says in the Bible. And a, and a bad man, it doesn't say it like that, but brings forth evil things in his heart. You can fake it on the outside, but you can't fake it inside. So in the first, you know, chapter of Genesis, uh, I mean, yeah, notice every single time God spoke, creation took place. Um, he spoke, okay, like in verse 3, uh, you don't have to put that all up there, but, but nine times he spoke. I, I have it. Nine times. God, I wrote it out. God said in verse 3, and God saw. When God said, God saw. And verse 6, and God said, and God saw. <laughs> and God said, in verse 9, and God said, in verse 11, and God said, in verse 14. <laughs> and, and, you know, let's see. And God said, in verse 20, and God said, in 24, and, verse, and God said, in 26, and God said, in verse 29. Nine times he said, and it said, he saw. But he had to set it. <laughs> I know. He had to say it. <laughs> I knew I said that wrong. <laughs> but he had to say it. Do you see what I'm talking about? You have to say it. And we got his word loaded in here. Loaded. This is one of the best books because it's God, God's, God's medicine in the middle of it. You know, and, and it's just everything Charles Capp said once when he had appendicitis. And he had to speak at a conference. And that penicitis walled off. You know what? One time I had a, an infected tooth. And you know how is it when your gum gets infected? And I had to preach the next day. And um, it was Saturday. And no dentist is open. And it was like throb, 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 swollen. You know? And couldn't bite on it or anything. I thought, that was... It was way back, and I thought, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apply the word of God. I'm, gonna, I'm just really going to sit here and say, because the pain was throbbing, and I couldn't get any help from anywhere. <laughs> and um, so I, I, just, I, I just sat in the living room, and I meditated on the word, and I thought, no. You know, and I meditated and meditated and meditated on it until... It stopped hurting. And I am not kidding you. I went to the dentist on Monday. And you know what he said? He says, wow, that's really strange. That whole thing walled off. He said it's full of pus. But he said it walled off. And he actually said it was strange. <laughs> and I said, well, I was praying. <laughs> but I mean, he didn't, you know, say, he didn't get it that much. But I said I was praying. <laughs> You know, and it, it did it. It kind of, it left. I can tell you it was still like a 
fig sticking out, but it left. The pain left. I'll never forget that. <laughs> yep. So see, words are carriers. God's word, anyway, words are carriers of faith. Yeah, they can be carriers of Satan's faith, too. Or, or negative stuff. See? But words are carriers of faith. And without words, there wouldn't have been any creation. And you can create something with your words. Your words create images. They do. You start talking about, oh, man, I can't get over this. This is so bad. This is terrible. I got a terrible diagnosis or I got, there isn't any money in the bank. And you keep saying it and saying it, you know, say, say the opposite. And that is not always easy to do. You know, and if somebody, you love somebody, correct them if you want to in a nice way. Not in a bad way or I'll slap you. No. We have to be nice to each other. But see, words are carriers of faith. See, okay. So your words, they create images in your mind too. And eventually you're going to live out the reality of that image. You live out the reality. <laughs> and I, I put here, you reap what you say. You know, I always say we reap <laughs> what we sow, but we reap what we say eventually. Every time you speak your faith, though, it creates a stronger image inside of you. And if every time you speak your faith, it creates a stronger image inside. And if it's healing, the healing image is created. See, if it's money, you can do that too. God wants it. He wants you to have it for the right thing. But you have to continually say it and agree with it. And eventually that image will be perfected. It'll be perfected by the word of God. And it'll begin, you'll begin to see yourself well. Out of a wheelchair, out of handicap, out of, seriously. And when the word is engrafted in you, it infuses God's Zoe life. You know, one thing about that, I, that's what I used to love because we'd sing all those songs way back in the 80s. I, I don't mean that, but, but it was, you know, I got the life of God in me. I got the life of God in me. I got his life, his nature, and his ability. Got the life of God in me. Know ye not, know ye not. Yeah. See, and we'd sing that right after that. Know ye not, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're the church. You're the building to hold the Holy Spirit in the earth. Whew. John 6, 63. Put that up. Okay, so it is the spirit that is alive. The flesh profits nothing. <laughs> the words that I speak, Jesus said, they are spirit and they are life. And that's when he told them, eat my flesh and drink my blood. They said, oh my gosh, he's a cannibal. He wants to be a cannibal. You know, eat people. And you know what? He had, he had the 12 disciples, and they had 70 other ones 
that we're, we're moving with him. And those 70 all left him because they didn't like his sermon that day. They didn't believe his sermon. <laughs> See, it's like sometimes in this church you've got to shape up and it's not that fun. But, but I mean, if you do, you're free. Then you become free. Uh, where was I? Okay, yeah. But I just that was that whole story in there. Yeah, they, oh, I was your friend. Oh, yeah, you stick with me. And he was making them disciples. They were going out like the disciples were, the apostles. And then he said to the, the apostles, you're going to leave me? Go ahead. Go ahead and leave me. I don't care. Get out of here. <laughs> That's the way Nancy Dufresne put it once when she was here. She said, don't ever, don't ever feel ashamed of a small church. She said, it's the fruit that counts, not the amount of people. It's to get set free. Okay, so you are to answer like sickness and disease, I'm, I'm really saying with the word, and it manifests. The word will manifest in you, in healing. See, faith possesses reality. What This is a year to, to really build your faith up in every area. Healing-wise, don't, don't ever give up on, on anything. But see, it'll possess that reality. You know, it says, now faith. Faith is right now is the substance of things we hope for, the things we have a blueprint for, the things we're believing for, and the evidence of things not seen. People get pregnant with the baby in their womb, and then, see, there. You don't, do you see the baby? No. It takes nine months for that baby to grow. And to manifest itself, even Jesus took that long in Mary's womb, to manifest itself in the, in the natural world. You look at a catalog, or now you don't look at catalogs. <laughs> you look at Amazon. <laughs> or you look at your phone <laughs> or your computer. You want to order something. You see the picture of it. See, that's your hope. That's your blueprint. You, you have an ultrasound with a baby, and you see the baby. I never had that privilege. There weren't ultrasounds when I had all four of my kids. They still weren't, no, no ultrasounds yet. Nope. Anyway, um, so you had to guess what it was. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, but you look at that picture, and then you order it. Do you see it yet, really, in the natural? No. Not until it comes on your porch. <laughs> it used to be you go to Penny's to get it or Sears and Roebuck, <laughs> you know, to the order store. But see, you had to go, you, you, you order it and you expect it. You expect the baby because the doctor told you, expect the word to work. Expect it to work. Okay, go to Mark 5. Well, yeah, I'm right on time. Mark 5, 25 through 28. A certain woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. 
and had suffered many things of many physicians. I mean, they were doing bloodletting on her and all kinds of stuff. And she spent all her money on it. And she was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind him. A lot of people were crowded together. And she touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Okay, so, okay, she said, she heard about Jesus, you know, because a lot of people were getting healed. She said, if I can just touch his clothes, you know, I'm going to be whole. Okay, she was a woman with an issue of blood, and she was considered just like a leper. If she came, she was never to be in public. Wouldn't that be awful? Because she, she and she was bleeding all the time, and she was, she was getting weaker and weaker. But just think, she couldn't even be in public because they caught her. They would stone her. And ironically, uh, Jesus had just uh, healed a, the, it was the ruler of the synagogue and was talking to him. <laughs> and then here comes this woman, um, and she, she crawls under and touches the, it was, well, they, it was like palm granites on the ed edge of their robe. And you touch those, they're little, you know, or they would be tassels. We got a sample of that. Do we still have that in the window there? Yeah. Anyway. And they would touch those and be healed in the Old Testament. And she, she touched it, and he said, Who touched me? Virtue went out of me. Healing power. Well, and then the disciples said, Ah, Jesus, for crying out the bucket. <laughs> now, this is the way I get it. Because, I mean, there were so many people that they were touching each other like this. You know, in a big, massive crowd, people were pushing. But he felt the virtue... He felt the virtue go out of him. And, and uh, he knew that, that somebody was healed. And here, it was a ruler of the synagogue. And he was taken, and then she started explaining everything to Jesus. And she was taking up Jesus' time. And here comes his, that ruler of the synagogue, his servants. And, and they said, uh, you don't need the master anymore. Your child is dead, or whoever your servant, I can't remember if it's child or servant, is dead. I mean, he could have said, you took up all the time, and we're going to stone you, <laughs> woman. But see, it didn't, it didn't happen. But, okay, but see, what she did is there's other, you look into other gospels of that, and she continued to speak until she saw herself well. The Amplified um, says, if you want to put, let's see. Can you put the Amplified up on the, okay, uh, go back one verse. She kept saying, the Amplified brings it out. If I only touch his garment, I'm going to be restored to health. If You know what? She probably said, if I only could touch him, if I could only touch him. Then she starts saying, if I only could touch his garment, I'll be restored to health. She was calling it in. 
She kept saying that. And see, that hope, her hope was her goal, but she didn't feel healed or looked healed yet. But she filled that hope with faith-filled words. It shall be. It shall be as soon as I can touch his garment, I will be healed. As soon as I touch his garment, I will be healed. See, her head probably said, when? You don't look any better and you aren't any better. So she answered herself and she says, when I touch his garment, I shall be healed. So she was filling her hope with a faith image. This isn't too hard, is it, to understand? And that's what we have to do. And she said her own point of contact to receive her healing. See, when we have a healing line, that's why you need to believe for healing because that's a point of contact. When some laying on of hands, prayer cloths, um, the elders coming. Now, I will tell you that the elders coming into the house is for somebody who doesn't know much. I don't mean to put that down, but that's the truth. Yeah, and, and the... Um, and anointing with oil, and even going to communion. You could say, God, I'm using communion as my point of contact. And, and do it in your own home. Uh, so those, those are points of contact. And you have, to, you have to really come in belief and know that when hands are laid on you, that's it. Healing power, the anointing, the burden removing, yoke destroying, devil crushing, mountain moving power of God went in you. See, so her words penetrated her, her spirit. Yes. And she had set her own point of contact. Right. Yes. And it engrafted those words that she kept saying, penetrated her spirit, got engrafted in her spirit, and she began to see herself well if she could just touch his garment. Yes. And that grow worse image of despair and defeat had to give way to faith. Right. Faith filled words that come from your own mouth. And then when she touched his clothes, her touch of faith made, you know what it did? It made a demand on the covenant that she had with God because she was an Israelite. See, and that anointing was on Jesus. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with manifestations of the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Oh, no, 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 God, God causes sickness. Healing, we went about doing good. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So sickness is an oppression of the devil. Right there, it tells you that. But see what I mean? People, God, blame God for Sickness and disease, and it's not, it's not true. we got to get that out there. Get that. I could prove it to you with so many scriptures. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I've had my little things. You know that. But see, I got to a point where this was bothering me so much. It was inhibiting me. From standing here, it was inhibiting me in all kinds of ways. And as God says, go get it done. Your faith isn't there right now. <laughs> now I'm calling for a new body part. See, but the grow, grow worse image of despair and defeat had to give way to faith. Yeah. It'll give way to faith-filled words yeah. that come from your own mouth. 
And then when she touched his clothes, it worked. Covenant. She had a covenant. We've got a better covenant. And her faith was talking. And she acted out what she said, and she touched his garment. And see, that, that, that faith in her became the substance of her hope. The faith inside of her became substance. It manifested itself because she had the hope. Without hope, though, you can't have, you don't, you know, you got to have hope first. People, well, see, if somebody comes, I mean, they, hope has been kind of put down once in a while. Well, I hope so, you know. But you have got, you've got faith is now. Hope is a blueprint. Yeah. See, Faith made a demand on the healing anointing of Jesus. Okay, Hebrews 11.1, 1, and we'll close her up. Yep. <laughs> now, okay, do the Amplified. Wait, I'm going to have my own Bible. Do the Amplified. I was thinking of something. Okay, now faith. It's actually, you know, it is like, oh, now faith, it's, it actually describes faith. It's an adjective. It's now faith. Is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed, and I can give you the confidence and the conviction of the things we hope for. Being the proof of things we do not see. They're in the spirit realm. And the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. You can't see it yet. It's not manifested yet. Okay, so... Hope is important, but it lacks the substance filled with faith. But you got to look, you got to see it. Hope is, hope is the, I'll say it again, hope is like a blueprint, it's a goal setter. And, and she hoped to be healed, but hope didn't heal her. Faith gave substance, something you could see feel to her hope and her faith brought about the manifestation of healing that was already hers because of her covenant. You got a better covenant, but she had to call for it because the dog was missing. <laughs> the healing was missing. Now, see, we said, all things are possible. Yeah, big deal. <laughs> The rubber meets the road, and you think, think of it, all things are possible. Okay, that's in, that's in Mark 9. Uh, okay, it says, all things are possible to him that believes. But then there is another one that says, all things are possible, period. All, all of the, I'm not saying it right. With God, all things are possible. Wait a minute. I wrote it. 
Yeah, Mark. For with God, all things are possible. Okay. Mark 9.23 said, all things are possible to the one who believes. Mark 10.27 says, we're with God, all things are possible. Luke 18.27 says, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. I wrote those down in here because I... Okay, Luke 17, 6. Man, I used this when I had breast cancer. Jesus said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, teeny tiny, teeny tiny little seed, you would say to this sycamine tree, and I discovered by studying that a sycamine tree represents caskets. They used to make caskets out of the sycamine trees, so it represents death. The icky sycamine trees. They're actually mulberry trees that are, we got them on our property. <laughs> They're really hard wood, but okay. So if I had faith, God, Jesus said this, if you had faith as grain, just a teeny tiny as mustard seed, you would say to the sycamine tree representing death, be plucked up by the roots. Of course, you want to get the roots of cancer out and be planted in the sea so it would be planted way deep so it can't come back up. And it will be dissolved by seawater, dissolved stuff. That's what I got out of that. I meditate. And it must obey you. And I use that scripture over and over and over and over. I will say it. See, in John 3, 36, it says, He that believes has. He that believes has it. Okay, so we know Mark eleven twenty three 23 and 24, although you can put it up there. I got about one sentence to say, two or three sentences, and I'm done. Okay. For verily, verily means it's a guarantee. I say to you that whosoever, that's you, whosoever, shall say unto this mountain, this mountain of cancer, this mountain of whatever it is, you know, could be a mountain of debt. Be thou removed, and there it is too, again, cast into the sea. And he shall not doubt in his heart but he shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He's going to have whatever he says. But see, you could say that and you could say all these good scriptures and in between say, gosh, I just don't know how this is ever good. I'm not getting healed. You could say all kinds of stuff. Okay? Okay, so you, it's, it's a lot of calling in. And these are, these are two separate things. You know what? I found that out by myself, and then somebody preached it. I thought, oh, I was right. Okay, this is like you're saying it. You can, you can get answers this way, and then go ahead. The next verse, you can get answers this way. Therefore, I say to you whatsoever things you desire when you pray. Not after you see it. Not after you see it. What things soever you desire when you pray. Like Gloria Copeland said, take it. <laughs> Believe that you receive it and you shall have it. These are two different methods. 
You say, you call it in, or you pray. Two different methods here. Oh, so, so, so it's, it's the Bible principle of believing and calling th for things that are not yet manifested. You can't see them yet. Just like a baby. It's not yet manifested, but you know it's there. We know the word of God is true and it's there and it's powerful. See, so the words of Jesus ring clear. In, in Mark 5.34, it says, Daughter, your faith has made you whole. Your faith, her faith. It wasn't. It wasn't God healing her. She she was healed because of her faith, because of what she said. See, if you, he didn't even know she was there until she touched him. So, see, if you give voice to your faith in God's word, you too can be healed and whole. Amen. Amen. And we're, we're you know we're, we can keep going on this. I call in, call it in, call it in, call it in. <laughs> Everybody, whatever you need or want. Amen. See, call in that. You can call in a tractor. You can call in a car. Just keep calling. Even if it's a whole year. If you, when you stop, then it's killed. But you can. Amen. Okay, so, Father, we just thank you for your word. I thank you that it does not return void but shall accomplish what we please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which we sent it. Okay, wait, let me, I'm going to say something. Yeah, I do that. I want to say, and say, I wanted to say something I had put in here. Hmm. No? So, okay, so, wait a minute. And I, I just wanted to bless you. Finally, brethren, this is in 2 Corinthians 13. Finally, brethren, rejoice and be strengthened and perfected and completed. Be encouraged and comforted. Be of the same agreeable mind, one with another. Live in peace. And the God of love, who is the source of all affection and goodwill and benevolence, toward men, and the author of Promoter of Peace will be with you. And grace and favor and blessings are yours. And the devil will not steal the word out of your heart. <laughs> you are sore souls the word and cannot be stolen. Amen. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs>